your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, a podcast network bringing you your daily fix of all the news from around grassroots. This series of podcasts is called The Big Interview, hashtag stay strong. I'll be interviewing many people from around the grassroots um, community, matching up our football lives and our mental health lives and how much football can have an effect, positive or negative, on our lives. Let's get on with it. So today on the big interview, hashtag stay strong st- series is Nada from Sporting Continental. Um, Sporting Continental are one of the uh, biggest or best up and coming uh, teams in South London, uh, in South East London football or South London football. Uh, they play out of the uh, Southern Sunday and they're taking it by storm. Uh, currently have the London Cup uh in their trophy cabinet from last season and they are looking to do the same this year and they've it's been a rapid rise uh, a fantastic youtube channel uh hugo it, who is one of the players and helps um the sporting continental uh, club run uh is one of our contributors on all around the leagues and they're be wearing our sleeve sponsor uh, I think they've got the kits back now we'll find out with Nader in a minute um, but they're a fantastic club and I'm more than happy to have them on Nader how you doing? Not too bad how are you? Very well thank you thanks for coming on No problem no I'm happy to be here How's the second lockdown treated you? Um, not too bad not too bad uh, just working and yeah trying to get through the weekends without the football really Yeah what's the what's been the um substitute for football or is it just boredom like um, everyone else oh well, i've got a, i've got a young son so luckily yeah. he keeps me busy um <laughs> and just yeah you know international break was a bit boring so luckily football's back on the tv get something to watch yeah so who's your team <laughs> i'm a fulham fan a fulham oh god yeah yeah i know it's not going great you is want it? to get down there and coach him some penalties <laughs> some penalty training don't you <laughs> it's, it's terrible right now penalty takers I just they don't know what they're doing oh, it's a tough time for Fulham I, I like Fulham I think they're everyone's sort of second club and um, yeah, it's not looking good for them this season no yet. it's not looking great at all right so Sporting Continental on to something a little bit more happier for you to talk about I imagine um, tell us a bit about your footballing life and, and what you get up to as Sporting Continental manager uh, well from an early age I had a love for football um, my older sister kind of introduced me to it and uh, took me everywhere and, you know, to different kind of uh, sporting events and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, growing up, I just, I, it was something that you couldn't, I couldn't put anything else to it. There was nothing else I enjoyed. I did athletics and everything else, but nothing could come close to the enjoyment um, and that kind of rush that you get from playing football. Yeah. Uh, I was... Uh, with Fulham for a little while, I'm um, talking about them actually, uh, and then fell off the wagon a bit um, in life uh, and came back to play Sunday league football yeah. for about maybe seven, eight seasons and then kind of gone into management now as I am well and truly unfit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find the transition from player to manager? Um, it's difficult, I'm not going to lie, because uh, they the, the, the people that you manage are your peers um it's not like i'm managing 
people that are below my age that you know so it's it's hard to um gain the respect in a managerial form compared to being a player yeah what was the biggest difficulty um the biggest difficulty is probably understanding the game outside of the game okay uh, I, I would say you know when you're when you're on the pitch um everybody will have their views when they're on the pitch but when you're on the side of the pitch and it's not just the side of the pitch as you're on the bench or anything like that it's actually focusing on what's happening and what you can do to better the team yeah um it, that's that's probably one of the the most difficult along with you know gaining the respect um of your peers but like i said previously um what does football mean to you on a day-to-day basis um it it really is it really is everything um it's it's the enjoyment of it is the love of it um it's that kind of release i cannot lie to you um being a manager now is it's 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 very different it is very rewarding but there is a difference with managing and playing yeah there is a complete and utter difference um I think to myself all the time, how do players become managers? Because they must want to get on the pitch and just play and, you know, and do things that they can probably see players are not doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still, I, I, I'm, I've stayed within the game because even though I am unfit, I, I, there is that love there and hopefully get back to fitness at some point so I can step back on the pitch. It's, it's something that you can't, like I said, it's, it's undeniable that the fact of, of what it, it makes you feel. I, th- I don't. I think everybody that plays plays for that reason. The love of the love of the game, um, the aggression within the game. Uh, you know everything along those lines. Would you get back into the team now? Right now, no, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a fit, with, with a bit of fitness behind you, uh, the way that the way they've been playing and the results and the wins, and I mean, I, I don't. When was I, the last time you guys lost? Uh, we haven't. There you go. We we haven't we haven't lost. Um, well, uh, we had the um, Sporting uh, Continental of old. Um, this is like the Sporting Continental two point oh. Uh, the 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 last one was was very good, uh, but it crumbled due to not having the right players um, with the right kind of commitment and mindset. Yeah. Uh, I was I was a player at that time. Um, it was kind of uh, that was more run by Hugo at the time uh, and myself. Yeah, and it just kind of it just fizzled out. It just fizzled out after a really good season, and I think people get a bit complacent. Um, you know, winter hits, and you really find out who who's got who's got the energy yeah. and and who's got the the belief to to still turn up on a on a freezing cold day. Um, and it didn't really work out. But this team now is. I can't, I can't, I can't say anything. I can't say anything bad about them. They haven't never lost last season, and I, I, I do believe we would have gone the whole season unbeaten if it wasn't for the lockdown. Yeah, it was looking um, that way, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, the London Cup, which was great, um, and this season as well started off. You know, started off. It started off fantastic. A few games in there, a bit, a bit iffy, but you know, the, the boys pushed through. Are you worried about momentum being lost with this stoppage or are the boys managing to keep themselves going? It's always a worry, really. Um, luckily, I, I, I believe my team, they they even they, they don't know what to do if they're not doing anything. So I'm sure a lot of them are keeping fit. Um, but, you know, keeping fit and actually playing football are two completely different things. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, 
based on their attributes and what they can actually bring to the game, they, I don't think they'll lose that. They obviously have the ability. It's just obviously coming back into the first game. Um, um, I think the games are being lined up now. And I think a few of the first games back, uh, they're going to be quite difficult. Uh, but we will push ahead. I've, I've got all the faith in the world. I'm a, I'm a bit surprised to see some people from the grassroots community um, sort of balking at, at the sixth for us Sunday for us Sunday football people uh, being people are saying well we should we should it should be the it should be the thirteenth or whatever the the Sunday is after the sixth. Um, what's your thought on it? Would you like a bigger break to to get the players back with, with maybe friendly or you just let's just get straight back to the competitive stuff? Um, I don't see. Well, for me, when as a player or a manager, a friendly to me is the same as playing a normal game. I don't, I don't take it either way. Um, to me, winning is winning, um, and I would play a friendly the same way I would go to play um, a competitive match. Um, so I would say the sooner the better, straight into the competitive stuff. I agree. Absolutely agree. I, it, where we're so short on time, we can't be wasting weeks playing no. friendlies, especially where we've had the month. Uh, we've had we've had some time off, but we can't be losing weeks now to um, people worrying about all that stuff. People, players Definitely. can get injured as equally as easy and as friendly as they can in a competitive game. Exactly. 100% with you. So, apart from the last month, obviously, where it's been a bit quiet for you, how much of your week is usually taken up by preparing or taking part in a game of football? Mm. Not, not too much. Not it's it's with Sunday League. Obviously, it's it's not that it's not that difficult. These, like I said, these guys are are grown men. They can handle themselves. They know exactly what's expected of them. Um, the through throughout the the WhatsApp groups, there's always discussion. Um, there's always discussion about the game previous, and if we're going back into this now, there'll be a discussion of probably how to how to begin the match. Um, and but yeah, usually on a on a on a weekly basis, it's it's, it's luckily the, with the team that I have, it's not difficult. It's actually quite easy. Um, do you train, uh, or do you get a little five-a-side team together? What's do, or you? You most of your players are all semi-professional level anyway, aren't they? Uh, we have got. I'd probably say. I'd probably say most of the team have played semi-pro. Yeah. Um, and there's probably still. A handful that are semi, that are still playing semi-pro. Okay, um, but you know, it's just. I think the, probably the biggest thing is just making my mind up of who to start because yeah. everybody wants to play and everyone's good enough to play. Do you train as a team? <laughs> we don't, and I, I, it's confused people from from when we first started um, how we don't. But there's, I, I really do think the bond is built within. The banter that we have as 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 a football team, which yeah. ends up being a family, the it's it's relentless in the in the WhatsApp group. It doesn't stop every day, <laughs> and I've heard from from a few of the players that have either played for other teams or semi pro teams that there's nothing that can compare to the banter that goes on within this team. There's other WhatsApp groups that they're in, and it's just not at the level. And I really do think um, that it brings the team close together because. It's not just the Sunday thing, it's the whole week. It's literally everything and anything that's going on from politics to, to, to football that's on TV to just making a joke, anything. That's great. You definitely need that in a team. You can't. You will not be a successful team if you don't have that 
that Definitely. type of atmosphere in in and around the team. That's fantastic. Um, how do you deal with winning or having a good game? What's your, men- what's your mentality towards it? Is it that's done, move on to the next one? Or do you like to dwell on it? Is it something you like to sort of celebrate? Or do you just think that was a good game, but that's done now, let's move on? I think depending on the match would depend on probably how much we do celebrate. Um, from last season, there's a couple of big matches. I think one of the ones was against um, Mundial um, yeah. on yeah. the way to the the final. Um, and that was a big game for us because we we knew that they they were a better side. I cannot deny that. We knew that. So we knew how we had to set up and what kind of game it was going to be. And being on the back foot for us was not something that we were used to. But the grit and determination that was showed by the team was outstanding. So the, the, the feeling at the end and the celebration for the goals was, was amazing. It, it was absolutely amazing. But for all the other, for all the other games, it's, I, I'm not saying they're, they're less important, um, but probably not as, as important, not as, as um, celebrated as much. But we, we and myself, uh, we all take it very seriously. Um, and it means it means a lot to win. It really does mean a lot to win. How do you feel about? Are you, do you feel like you're in the right um, division in the Southern Sunday, or would you think you'd be able to cope now in in the top division? Um, I wouldn't say that we are in the right division. I don't think we were in the right division even from uh, last season. I think we proved it. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I'm. I don't. Uh, say anything against what the league decide that's their choice um, and if they believe that we should climb up then we, we will we will do so um, I think it's just you know how long these the the, the players um, that I have are going to be playing football for so I would like them to play at least at the highest level on Sunday if possible and you know to, to to get the most enjoyment out of it because yeah. it is great winning seven eight and stuff like that but you also like i said those matches that that are really difficult are the ones you want to play yeah who have you got your eyes on from the top division then what are the games you're looking forward to playing when you when you eventually get there <laughs> i you know what i i i really i'm i don't i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna mention any names because the whole the whole of the top division is very good yeah the whole of the top division is very good but um you, you, look, you never know. We could we we could trip up from now between now and getting inside division. I don't see it happening, but you can never say never to these things. So I I just believe that when we get there, um, all we all we all we're always trying to do is promote ourselves, promote the league, um, and show why we are contenders within the top Sunday league football. Uh, top, sorry, top football league, um, Sunday teams in London. Fantastic. And by the way, I wanted to give a shout out. I'm sure the guys will listen from the Southern Sunday. Uh, all my interactions with the league, be it on social media or emails privately, they really seem like a fantastic league. And I can see the amount of work that they do for the clubs going out and looking at pitches well in good time and all that type of stuff is absolutely fantastic. So shout out to uh, the Southern Sunday. Definitely. I agree. Uh, what does mental health mean to you? Um, it it does mean quite a lot um having people within my family that have suffered uh does mean a, a great deal um but i think people's p- 
perception of what mental health is is not great. I think more awareness needs to be made um, about mental health, especially within uh, the male community. Yeah. Um, and not to say that it's not done for women also, um, but but for the men, you know, it's because men to be men and don't want to speak because they're embarrassed or they think that they're alone or, or along those lines so it does mean a lot to me and uh yes it's you, you never really know you you know it goes through your head and you never really know who's suffering because people become it becomes second nature to them so them hiding what actually is hurting them yeah. you'll never you'll never actually see it because they've become so good at just getting on with their lives and then you know, one day someone can crack and that's the last thing that we need happening. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, women are better than us at talking and or a li- a, uh, at least breaking that sort of initial, making that initial conversation. And us guys, we're, we're a little bit slower and coming out, aren't we? So to speak. Yeah, we, re- we really are. It's, it's, it's nothing to be embarrassed about at all. No. at all if anything you you describing how you feel with something powerful um it, it, it for me it takes a real man to to, to speak about his problems uh wh- no matter what they may be um i'm I, I i'm not saying that i haven't done it myself i do it all the time um like i said it's second nature to kind of hold it in and be this manly figure but yeah. that, that's not going to do anything for you except bring you further down because it'll eat away at you from the inside out absolutely back to the football is grassroots football win at all costs now mm. for me personally any competitive sport is win at all costs I believe if you're playing a competitive sport I believe you should go to play to win um, at all costs I think was the is the interesting little little uh, twist I've put on that question if, <laughs> okay could you elaborate what you mean by all costs well what does it mean to you um by any means necessary probably not um i haven't i i don't know how i would how you know how i would say that it 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 is at the moment um maybe for some teams it is um it's hard for in the team that i'm at at the moment to say um what it's like winning at all costs because i think it's just generally an upbeat kind of thing yeah and we and we just go and we play and and we have been winning um, and when I've played myself previously, um, if there was a loss uh, or something along those lines, people would take it a lot harder um, than some others. Um, and I've always been able to kind of put it at the back of my mind or just, you know, till it just goes away. It's not the end of the world. So personally for me, at all costs, if that's the, if that's the, the words we're using, then no. <laughs> but um, in a general, in generalisation kind of way, uh, I believe that if you are playing a sport, you should play to win. Is it the case of having each club? You know, some Sunday league clubs have a sort of way that they like to play and a way that they like to conduct themselves and a way that they like to to be perceived um, by by the outside sort of world. Uh, is that something that's important to Sporting Continental? So, do you want to you want to look like this? I mean, the the, the YouTube um, stuff is fantastic, and you've got this great reputation at the moment as one of the best teams in the Southern Sunday, at least in the Southern Sunday, and and obviously you've got a London Cup as well, so that puts you as one of the top clubs in London. But is there a sort of mantra or a code of sort of conduct or ethics to Sporting Continental, or is it just 
get out there and win the game it doesn't matter how we do it but is there is there a sort oh. of aim of course not of course not um i wouldn't say there's there's something been discussed where there's there's a code of conduct but i just believe that the players that we have um maybe because they have played at maybe a, a higher level that they kind of know the conduct that should be shown anyway yeah um so I wouldn't say, yeah, we haven't discussed it as such. I don't think, I haven't needed to because we always, I believe, conduct ourselves in a way that is uh, a positive for the league, um, for our team um, and for people watching. Um, we're not, we don't really, we're not really out here for the, you know, it's always great to get subscribers and great to get, you know, people, but we we record it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, we get probably more enjoyment than a lot of other people do from yeah. watching it back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I believe my team are, are, you know, well behaved on the pitch. Well, you know, they, they, they think about how they, they act. There's not really bust ups going on or stuff mm. like that. Of course, it gets heated at times. Um, by the end of the games, everyone's always shaking hands and... You know, there's always a laugh and there's, you know, there's banter sometimes between uh, tw- uh, Twitter feeds from, yeah. from different teams and ourselves. Yep. And it's just, you know, is it kind of, it is Sunday football. Um, and probably going back to the last question, yeah, it is about winning, but at the same time, it's about kind of building up Sunday football because it seems to be that there's a lot of negativity within Sunday football. Yep. And it doesn't help that we're kind of fighting between ourselves. Um and then it kind of, you know, then we talk about why do the government, for example, look further down on us because we're in lower leagues and, and stuff like that. So I, I do believe, it, you know, being positive within football is, is a great thing. Fantastic answer. Um, just on the YouTube stuff, do you think that brings pressures to your players or is it just it's just a thing like they don't it, it brushes over them. or do you think that that bit of attention that it does bring and that little bit of extra uh, spotlight that you know by promoting yourself and and saying come and watch us do you think that perception do you think that gives teams an extra an extra reason to want to beat you or is is, is that not noticeable uh, well i definitely think it gives other teams a reason to beat us i really do um you know, we've got people that you know. There's some kind of catchphrases that we have within within the the, um, the videos, and yeah. we've had, we've had other teams using the catchphrases on the pitch towards us. Yeah. Um, and it we find it it's it's hilarious, and at the same time, it's it's kind of they're, they're meaning it in a humble they're showing grat- gratitude towards us because you know you're watching. And you've, you've obviously watched long enough to understand and, and know catchphrases, etc. So you're enjoying the videos and you're trying to watch what we're doing. Um, so that's, for me, that's a positive. As for the players on the team, I don't think it affects them slight, uh, in, in the slightest. I think they enjoy it. Um, I think one time we missed the game, or I mean, we missed the, the cameraman or something along those lines. And most of the team, if not all, were upset. Yeah. Um, so I think it... They don't. I don't think they actually play with the the, uh, the mentality of oh, the cameras filming me. They just play football, which yeah. I love. It's a great, I forget it's a the great cameras thing. there at times, and I'm saying some wild things. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Hugo, who does who does all the editing and stuff, must. 
talking about because I, I re- it's like I said, the game is it just takes over. It just takes you over completely, and you're so immersed in it, whether you're on the side or on the pitch, that you forget the camera's even there. I don't know if you get it, but this is just another uh, mental health sort of slanted question towards YouTube. Um, when you see negativity towards your videos, criticism of the presentation or the commentary, I, there seems to be someone on social media at the moment um, critiquing all the YouTube teams with a, with a four or five star sort of system. Um, how do you deal when you see the amount of work that Hugo puts in or that the cameraman puts in and you see, you know, people having the the audacity in a way to um criticize the work praise it and criticize it how how does that make you feel um to be honest for me personally i'm i'm very open for for people doing they want as long as it's not in a kind of bullying manner then that person has complete right to critique or do whatever they want it doesn't affect me i don't think that it affects the players in the slightest of anything yeah. we'll probably have a giggle about it um you know like i said the team has a lot of banter so it'll end up being something that we laugh about like it usually does when we have a bit of banter between other teams etc so uh you know I've, we've had uh, i had an ongoing banter with um west norwood yeah and uh, the manager came down to one of our games just before lockdown and you know we went out for we afterwards we went to the pub and had a drink and everything like that and it's it means you know it is literally just banter so for someone to critique it we will only take it as banter yeah we will never think why is this person doing this it's just something that person is trying to build their own platform the same way we are so we have to respect it fantastic how do you deal with losing or bad performance from the team um myself uh i kind of let the team hash it out between themselves um uh i will i will in the end have a discussion probably uh just before we all go away um after the after the game but um usually i kind of let them they know how good they are they know how good they are. So when they have a bad performance, I, I don't, there's not much to, there's really not much for me to say because it's, it's easy enough for me to point the fingers at the players at times, the same way fingers can be pointed at me for maybe why did I make certain substitutions yeah. uh, or why didn't I um, along those lines, which everybody has the right to say, like I said, they're my peers. They can speak freely. I'm not going to be controlling or anything along those lines. It is Sunday league football. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the best way to probably answer that question, but it's, it's it, like it's hard for us because I haven't experienced defeat with this team, but we have had bad performances um, of late as well. They haven't been great. Um, uh, I say that, and you know, you, you you can look at the numbers, and people will say, "But that looks good." But that doesn't mean that <laughs> we're playing to our ability. Yeah, yeah. We we know what our ability is, and and I always say that we need to be relentless. I, I I'm when it's ninety minutes on that pitch you have to the the other team are not your friends you know you can't be thinking oh we've got six now we can have a little mess around or do a couple of skills over it. i don't I, I don't like that they know the team know how i feel about that for me is you keep scoring you just keep scoring if you can if you can score you score there's no reason to have a mess about or you know think that we can take it easy then we concede a few and for me personally 
uh, a bad performance um, is is yeah, it's usually down to most of the time uh, just a bit of laziness within the team that thinking that it's a bit it's an easy kind of easy performance or starting the game slow, which I cannot stand. Which we're 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 doing. Maybe a bit, maybe a touch of complacency for the the opposition that you play. Um, possibly, possibly. Um, uh, yeah, that, that could that could definitely be it. It could do be due to people maybe coming a bit late, and you know. But you you, you take the good with the bad, so people do come not to come close to kickoff and, and stuff along those lines. Can't get the best warm up in and and kind of get a feel of the ball. Um, and then start a bit slow in the game where, you know, I've, we've seen other teams there for 45 minutes, an hour before warming up. Yeah. Um, and at this, you know, as much as I, you know, you show respect to your opposition. Um, so you, you at least give them that respect and you respect them by playing the game properly. So if you are kind of either messing about with the ball or trying to do skills and that, because we're up to me, that's you're, you're not respecting your position. You're not respecting yourself and how you play. You should, you should just be going for goal constantly. Agreed. Agreed. Again. Um, how do you or your club help someone who opens up to you about their mental health? Um, from the beginning, I've said uh, at any point, um, I didn't specifically mention mental health, but if there's anything anyone wants to talk about, they can talk to me at, at any time they want to. Um, I've got no problems discussing anything with anyone as long as they're, they're open and, and they let me know what's going on. We can try and, and fix it. Um, the discussion about mental health because, I don't know, like I said, it's, it's quite hard to, to kind of bring that up when everybody seems so happy. Yeah. Um, so it is, it's, if the issue arise, uh, arose, then, um, I think it would, it would be something serious, uh, taken very seriously by, by the, uh, the, the whole team. And I think a lot of people separately in their own kind of WhatsApp chats would probably reach out along those lines. We do have a team that as much as we banter care about each other. Yeah. So, um, I do think that it, it, if it did if it did come up, we would we would definitely handle it as as best as possible and as swiftly as possible. And what advice would you give someone listening or any one of your friends or family who feels like they need help with their mental health? What what would you what advice would you give them? I would uh, if there's going to be times where you feel alone, if not all the time, and that's not the case. The, the, you're never alone whether or not you think you are or what you're suffering with is something that you're only suffering with you'd be surprised how how many other people that you know um, or, or that you know of uh, have either suffered have either had someone suffering um, and they can help you if you just just reach out it's the, the, the last thing that you want to do is hold it into the point um, where you know something bad may happen and that's that's the last thing that we want um is more young men uh, either taking their own lives or or putting themselves in situations that they can't come back from um so i would say talk the the, the best thing that you can do is just talk it's nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about um you may think it is but it isn't um it's it's just some it's, if, if anything it's something that will empower you in the long run 
just talking and discussing how you feel fantastic answer the fantastic answer thank you very much um for that one any any predictions for this season do you think you could get the london cup again oh i will always uh, for, for me my team will will always push to get to get every cup um i think i do think it's possible to get the the london cup um I think it's possible to 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 get. I, I don't know if it's possible to be unbeaten, but I do think it's possible to get a, a clean sweep of everything. Clean sweep for Sporting Continental. No one's I gonna, do believe so. No I, one's I, gonna I, bet I against that. <laughs> no one's going to be get, betting against that. I think after, <laughs> after the last what is it, eighteen months, 15, 16 months, you'd be a fool to to bet against uh, Sporting Continental. They're absolutely flying. Do you want to give a shout out for your? Um, YouTube and and Twitter and all the socials so people can get uh, everything's um, uh, sport literally just sporting continental you find us on everything um, uh, you know it's we we appreciate the love the support um, whether it's good feedback bad feedback we take it all on board um, if there's anything within the filming that you'd like to see or there's anything that you think can be changed you know just always drop comments we we are very proactive on on trying to give people what they want to see because obviously it's for the viewers so just don't be shy drop a message anywhere you want and we'll try our best to get back to you and and try and and you know push not only our forward but sunday football forward fantastic and can you explain the nickname please oh badger um <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's actually probably the most silliest thing going. Um, <laughs> they usually do come from that sort of thing. <laughs> one of the guys in the in the um, group wrote down my name on on WhatsApp. Um, wrote down my name, and and it changed it on his phone to Badger. That is literally it. There is no <laughs> other reason. That's literally it. And that was, you know what? It got to the point where it was it was actually bothering me so much, I left the group. That's how bad it was. I left the group and I came back and they were still continuing. I was like, you know what? It's they, that's it. They're going to have it. And ever since then, I've got, you know, other managers coming up to me saying Badger. And I'm just, it's just, it's just stitches. I can't, I can't do anything else but laugh because, um, you know, my, my son's now baby Badger. It's just a, it's just a joke. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> brilliant um i wish as i said earlier i wish you guys all the best for the season um i hope the youtube stuff continues to grow if that's what you want it to do if it's just a bit of fun and you like watching yourselves back more than anything then then that's great it's one of the best ones um, that i do watch regularly uh yourselves and and peck and Ryan are, are the two teams that i like watching uh, the most i think your videos are very individual uh you don't seem to want to try and be the SE Dons or, or one of the bigger teams you do your own mm -hmm. thing which is which is fantastic um, thank you for coming on the on the podcast uh, Nader it's been really nice to speak to you today for the first time uh, clearly you're a good bunch of guys at um, Sporting Continental with yourself and uh, Hugo who's a big part of the Celt Grassroots yep. Yep. Uh, contributor team so all the best have a nice Christmas and hopefully I'll see you soon you too Andrew thank you for your time cheers <laughs> Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play.
This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.